Hey, everybody, I want to welcome you back to Talking Softball with Coach B today. It's springtime. Hopefully the weather is cooperating with us and, and giving us some good good springtime weather because we got a lot of great softball going on. We got a lot of great college softball, a lot of great high school softball, and, and our select seasons are getting into full swing now with our younger teams, so it's really exciting. And you know, I, I love this time of year because – you know, everybody is back on the field and they're excited to be there for the most part, right? Everybody wants to get excited about going out and playing the games. And I think that's great. That's great. And a lot of people enjoy the practices too. Last week, I talked to the coaches about, you know, how to develop a successful plan for their teams. So today, I'm going to change gears a little bit. And I'm going to talk to players about something because I had a recent conversation with one of the girls that plays on my 18U national team, and, and she's playing high school ball right now. And the team's not as good as they were last year, right? You know, those things happen. We have ups and downs, right? But, you know, she has a great passion for the game. She loves the game. And that's what I love about her. Every time we get together and, and if it's practice or games, I just... I enjoy being around her because you can just feel her passion for the game. But we were talking and, you know, she was frustrated because she's like, yeah, we're not as good as we were last year. And it's, that's frustrating, but, but I love the game and, and, and I love to play. I just wish all of my teammates cared as much as I do. That's a difficult conversation to, to have with an 18-year-old. Right? They're very passionate about it. They love it. They expect their teammates to have the same passion. A couple of weeks ago, I had a conversation with one of my players. She's a college player, and she was, you know, her team's struggling a little bit, but starting to play better. And, and we were talking about, you know, culture and atmosphere. And she made the comment about, you know, just sometimes it's too negative. Okay. And yeah, it can be, right? You know, a failure will lead to some negative responses with it, right? And we don't want to be flippant and just not care, right? It doesn't matter if we win or lose. So, you know, in both of those instances, it made me kind of remember one of the conversations we've had here in the past about what, what I see wrong with our game today. And that's kind of what I want to talk about is I think we have to really engage, and, and I want to tie in with what we talked about with the coaches last week. I think it comes down to a, a really, really simple formula, right? We don't have to have the high-tech, best-of-the-best equipment to be successful. We don't have to have the best uniforms or, you know, we don't even have to have the best talent to be successful, but what we do have to have is we have to have direction. And, and I, I think that one of the things that, that has been an issue over the last three, four, five years, and I'm not going to just blame COVID for it, but I think COVID has played a part in it, is I, I don't think that people are as passionate about or take as much time to develop their direction 
in athletics. I, I said earlier a couple months ago that I think players are, are making it a hobby instead of something they really want to invest their time in and work hard to be the best they can be. And, and that's disappointing. And I think as adults and as coaches and parents and everybody engaged, we have to look at it and try to figure out, number one, do we need to change that mindset? Do we have that player that if she just had more want to, could we help her with direction, right? I think every player out there wants to succeed. I don't think any player ever steps on the field going, boy, I really hope I go 0 for 4 today and drop every ball that's hit to me. I don't believe that. I believe there are a lot that are afraid that's the player they're going to be on game day, and that handcuffs them from being able to be successful. But I think what it comes down to is what are we doing to help ourselves be better, and I'm talking to the players, what are we doing to help ourselves be better? What's our plan? Talk with the coaches last week. Have a vision, have objectives. Players, I think you have to have a plan. Where do you want softball to take you? What do you want from softball? Do you want to be a college softball player? Well, then obviously there has to be a plan to make that happen. Are you just happy being a high school player? Do you want to just improve your skills enough through select or, or, or whatever level you're playing at that you can be a solid high school player? And that's okay too. That's fine. But there should be a plan for that also. And, you know, I know people are going to say, well, we go to lessons twice a week. We do this. We do this. She's working out with a Agility and strength coach, no, that's not what I'm talking about. Yes, skill development is part of the plan, but what are your objectives? What are you doing to make sure that you actually have an opportunity to carry out your plan? Again, I talked last week and I made a reference and I'll make it again today. I've had players say all the time, my goal is to be all-conference. Okay, great. Well, number one, that's not really something you control. That's something that's voted on by someone else. I, I hit with a lot of players that are transitioning from junior varsity to high school level softball, and I, I'll always have that player that comes in, gets frustrated, and says, Coach, I got put on JV. Okay. Okay. It's not the end of the world. Why? Were there two other players at your position better than you? Did you not carry your plan out well enough to be better than one of them? Or are you just not at a developmental stage where you are better than them so that you could earn that spot? We'll figure that out as long as we have a plan. We'll figure that out if we know what we're looking at, right? And I think that we really have to understand that, again, there's a lot of work that goes into this before we ever step on a field and play a game. But too many people put everything in this game on the outcome of the game. And that's just, you know, for those of us in 
the select world now, that's a 90-minute game. Do we really want to judge everything we're doing and everything we're about on the outcome of a 90-minute game? And you may play three of those or four of those in a day. Okay? And yep, game one, you went 0 for 3. But game two, you went 3 for 3. Oh, but then again, in game three, you only went one for four, okay? And I'm not saying that that you could develop a foolproof plan to be four for four in every game. But if you have a plan of what you're trying to do and your plan of attack and you're really honest about where you are in your developmental stage as a player, now you can start measuring yourself credibly so that as you move forward and you have those 0 for 3 days, You say, why did that happen? What was behind that? Did I not perform well skill set? Was my mindset not right? Or or was I not there and prepared to play the game? You know, I, I talked to my team about it. When you walk between that gate, when you take the step from outside the gate through the gate, you have to change. You have to be ready to implement your plan when you step inside that gate. That's one of the great moments of the the movie Field of Dreams, right? When you step across that line, something changes, right? Something changes. And too many times I see players walk in and out of that dugout or on and off that field, and nothing changes. Nothing changes. And I'm not holding just the players accountable for that. I see coaches the same way, right? I see coach drinking a coffee outside the dugout. They walk through the gate. They walk out to coach first base, and they still have a cup of coffee in their hand. Wow. How are we going to use our hands to coach if I have to use my hands to hold a cup of coffee? I I think we have to learn... As players, how do I develop a plan? What are my steps? Physical development, mental development, understanding of the game. You know, I have to put all of those into my plan. And then, just like last week when I talked to the coaches, we have to have objectives on how to meet those plans or meet those statements in our vision. And then we need to communicate it. We need to let the people know around us this is what we want, right? Yeah, I, I, wanna, I, want, I need help. I want some help because I want to develop a plan so I can be a college softball player. Can you help me do that? Yes, we can. We can help with that. Thank you for asking. Now let's sit down and develop a plan. And again, write it down so that we can reference it. So we have to communicate that plan to those around us, communicate it to our teammates, communicate it to our friends. Hey, I'd really love to go to the mall on Saturday, but we have practice on Saturday morning. I really need to go to practice, and I'm actually going to get there a little bit early so I can get some extra work in. Don't be mad at me because that's that's what I chose to do. And then here's the big part about it. Once, once we develop this plan, we need to focus on this plan 
and stick to this plan, be able to evaluate ourselves through the plan, right? The good and the bad. And, and then we adapt and change. And again, our plan should be, where am I at right now? Where do I want to be in three years? Where do I want to be in five years? And, and we're going to adapt that plan as we move through. And then we have to be passionate about it. We have to make it important to us, right? You know, we use the word passion. Everybody wants to think that's an emotion and that's, you know, that's love, that's relationships, blah, you know, blah, 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 whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the passion or the fire commitment to executing my plan. It's, it, it becomes what I'm about. It's not a hobby for me. I don't just do this when I have time to do it. But this is my plan. This is where I want to be. Being successful doesn't just happen, right? You'll hear about it once in a while, but that's, that's not the norm. Anybody that's a successful business person, successful athlete, whatever they may be, they obviously had a plan to get there. And they made that plan their passion so that they could achieve what they set out to achieve. I, I just see it. I see it a lot when I go out to the ballpark. I, I just see people passing in and out of the dugout or on and off the field, just like they do the doors at, at, at any store when they're out shopping. And it can't be that way. It can't be that way. When I pass through that gate or I step on that field, it has to be different. Because there's a whole different set of expectations and in a whole different environment on that field than there is when you walk back out that gate after it's over with. And I just see that missing. I see that missing so much. At, at every age level, right? At every age level, I, I, I see it more and more every year that, that that passage isn't on to my field of dreams. That passage is just something I'm doing for the next 90 minutes, and I'm just going to be the same person I was when I walked in, and I'm going to be the same person when I walk out. And, and, and I'm not really concerned about success in the game or success at practice. I'm good enough. Why do I have to work harder and get better? Right? Because your challenge is to be the best you can be at it. That's why we're doing it. Right? If we're not doing it, if that's not our goal, then we shouldn't be playing at a high level because the higher the level of play the higher the level of expectations and proficiency need to be. And that's, you know, it, it's okay to admit that. And it's okay to admit, no, that's not what I want. I just want this to be a really great social time for me. Yeah, I want to play a little bit of softball, but it, it's more of a social event for me than it is softball. And that's okay. And there's a level for that. There's a program for that. But that's, that program's here. Over here, we're trying to succeed and we're trying to 
continue to grow and develop and move forward and be passionate about the game and be passionate about my performance and my growth because it's going to help me get to where I want to be further down the road in my life. So that's my message to the players today. You know, again, I'm excited because we're launching the Coach B Softball Academy coming this summer, and you'll be seeing a lot more about it. And there's going to be a lot of neat programs that come with this. There's going to be some programs that, that we will offer through Coach B Softball Academy that, that aren't available anywhere else in North Texas. That's an exciting time, you know, and that's an exciting challenge. Obviously, I'm developing my plan to be successful with that and offer the best opportunity and individual development programs for each of the players that choose to be a part of it. Because ultimately our goal is we're going to be a part of this process and a tool that's going to assist the players involved in achieving their goals and moving forward and being successful on and off the field. Well, that's it for today. I want to thank everyone for listening, and I hope you're enjoying Talking Softball with Coach B. I ask you to subscribe through your local podcast provider. You can also follow us on facebook.com slash Talking Softball. gives you an opportunity to provide feedback and also provide any questions that you might want us to answer on an upcoming episode. This has been Talking Softball with Coach B, and I want to thank you for listening, and I hope everybody has a great day.